well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Welcome to another edition of Bearing Arms, Cam and Company. My name is Cam Edwards. I am so glad you're with us on the program. Got a lot to talk about today. You know, uh, President Joe Biden uh, welcoming a rogues gallery of uh, anti-gun politicians to the White House today, uh, including New York mayoral candidate uh, uh, Eric Adams, the uh, guy who won the uh, Democratic nomination for mayor. Uh, San Jose Mayor Sam Licardo uh, invited as well the uh, mayor who came up with the idea of charging a fee and mandating insurance for uh, every legal gun owner in San Jose. Yeah, this is the guy that uh, the type of guy that uh, Joe Biden is embracing and uh, welcoming into the White House today. Kind of makes you ask, right? Do you miss President Trump? A lot of people do. Well, I'm coming to you with a special offer that you do not want to miss. Now's your chance to win one of six signed photos of President Trump. These were hand-signed by President Trump, and soon one can be hanging up in your house when President Trump signed these photos. He wanted to make sure that all of his supporters had the chance to receive one, and now's your chance. All you have to do is text CAM, that's C-A-M, to 55404 today for your chance to win a beautiful photo of President Trump, First Lady Melania Trump as well, hand-signed by President Trump himself by texting CAM. Again, that's C-A-M, to 55404 right now. You will get exclusive double entry activated for a limited time. Again, text CAM to 55404 to have your name entered twice to win a hand-signed Trump photo. You don't want to miss this. The contest ends soon, paid for by the National Republican Senatorial Committee. So while uh, Joe Biden's hanging out with uh, anti-gun activists at the White House, the L.A. Times actually has the story of a uh, California politician, unlike San Licardo, who's actually shifting to the right. Yeah, this is really interesting here. Talking about L.A. County Sheriff Alex Villanueva running against the woke left. Can Sheriff Villanueva's shift to the right work in Los Angeles? By the way, that uh, line about running uh, against the woke left, that actually comes from uh, one of the sheriff's campaign uh, uh, confidants. So, yeah, they, they, he actually is trying to do this. Uh, L.A. Times reports that uh, Alex Villanueva has appeared on Fox News to dismiss the notion of widespread police brutality and regular social media broadcasts. He's taken on a Trump-like demeanor, calling his critics trolls and out-of-touch elites. His news conferences have featured conservative politicians and personalities. He's reveled in publicly rebuking local elected Democrats, including the mayor of Los Angeles, for what he sees as their inept handling of the city's homelessness crisis. And he eagerly joined the campaign to kick the county's ultra-progressive district attorney out of office. And in a move that is more NRA than ACLU, Villanueva has made it a mission to dramatically increase the number of people in Los Angeles County permitted to carry concealed guns. Now, uh, let's not go overboard here in terms of what Alex Villanueva is doing. I'm, I'm glad to see that he wants more people carrying concealed uh, in Los Angeles, but uh, when we start to crack down the numbers, <laughs> yeah, it's not exactly an embrace of a constitutional carrier, things of that nature. No, no, no. Uh, Javier Gonzalez, campaign consultant for Alex Villanueva, says, quote, we're running against the woke left and we're going to win. He says it's going to be a revolt of the regular people who want things done. OK, sheriff's on the ballot next year. And it is interesting. I mean, I, I will give the Los Angeles Times uh, a credit. It is interesting that a Democrat in one of the most uh, left-leaning states, in one of the most left-leaning counties of one of the most left-leaning states, is running for re-election 
against the woke left. I mean, if you needed any more evidence that the uh, defund the police movement uh, is now something that Democrats are running from instead of embracing as they were last year, uh, Alex Villanueva is a pretty good example of this. Uh, Now, the L.A. Times story uh, does focus a little bit on Villanueva's push for more concealed carry licensing. Check this out. The sheriff's determined effort to push through a five-fold increase in the number of concealed weapons permits issued in the county has confounded one-time supporters. Previous sheriffs issued few of the permits, which are meant primarily for people who face clear dangers to their safety. Saying those before him kept the bar to receive them too high, Villanueva says more people carrying concealed handguns will be an effective countermeasure in rising crime and efforts on the left to reduce police funding. Okay, again, I, I, I don't disagree with what Alex Villanueva is saying, but a five, let's look, even a fivefold increase in the number of concealed carry licenses in Los Angeles is a drop in the bucket and nowhere <laughs> close to what the numbers should be. If L.A. County had, for example, a shall issue system where if, you know, you met the statutory requirements, you had your training, you got your license, we wouldn't be talking about a five-fold increase. We'd be talking about like a 500-fold increase in the number of concealed carry licenses. Villanueva said, quote, because we have less cops on the streets, more crooks, less consequences. You know, what could go wrong with that combination, right? We're recognizing that the threat to the residents is increasing, so we're responding accordingly. Well, again... Not really, because if the threat to the average resident is increasing, then that tells me that the average resident of Los Angeles County should be able to get a carry license. And that's simply not the case. Uh, As of April, Villanueva said, quote, we have now issued more CCWs than the last three sheriffs combined. And the number of permits that he had issued or was close to issuing stood at 920. 920 in a county of about 10 million people. Now, I'm not suggesting that if uh, L.A. County switched to a shall-issue system, that, you know, 50% of the county would suddenly apply for their concealed carry license. But look at what happened in the state of Indiana when on July 1st, the state said, hey, you know what? We're dropping the fees. No more fees. If you want to apply for your lifetime concealed carry permit, uh, all you got to do is go online. You're still going to have to pay like, you know, a third party for fingerprinting costs, but the state's not going to charge you a fee. In the first week that the new law was in effect, more than 15,000 Hoosiers applied for their concealed carry license. Now, this is a state that has had Challenge you can seal carry for decades. So there are already plenty of folks in Indiana who are carrying. But when that fee was removed, 15,000 applicants in the first week in Indiana. <laughs> 920 total concealed carry licenses in L.A. County, home again to about 10 million people. So, I, I you know, there's no doubt that Alex Villanueva is running to the right. And he is saying a lot of things that I agree with, but actions speak louder than words, Sheriff. And if the average citizen in L.A. is now facing an increased danger because of violent crime, then the average citizen in Los Angeles should be able to obtain a concealed carry license. 920 licenses? That's not even a good start. I mean, I wish I could say it's a good start. It's better. 
It's, as he said, more concealed carry licenses than the last three sheriffs combined, which should tell you how bad it is in Los Angeles County. But that's a really low bar to be better than what it's been. And Sheriff Villanueva, you still have a long way to go, sir, before uh, things are where they should be in Los Angeles County in terms of the recognition of the right to keep and bear arms. Now, again, I granted, this is L.A. we're talking about here. Sheriff Villanueva is running for re-election. He wants to get re-elected. So there is probably only so far to the right that he can shift. But I still am not convinced that this is anything other than a political ploy. Because if there were principles involved here, if Sheriff Villanueva really does believe that the danger has increased for the average Los Angelino then the average Los Angelino must be able to exercise their right to both keep and bear arms. And a five-fold increase in the number of concealed carry licenses, again, it's better, but it's not good enough. we got a long way to go. All right, turning our attention from uh, the left coast to today's Armed citizen story, our good deed of the day and our recidivist report, that takes us to Georgia. You may remember this uh, story uh, of a golf pro who was shot and killed on a golf course in Cobb County uh, next to a, a pickup truck, which had the bodies of two other men inside. Police did make an arrest in this case a couple of days ago, and there are a lot of questions now about the uh, suspect uh, in this case, and uh, frankly, why he was out on the street to begin with. Uh, Brian Roden. Uh, is the uh, guy's name. Here's the uh, headline from Channel 11 in Atlanta. Look at the Cobb County triple homicide suspect's criminal history, music career, and $27,000 PPP loan. Yeah. How about that? Uh, Channel 11 in Atlanta says the uh, uh, Cobb County police warrants describing what happened don't give a reason for the homicides, but they do give out the circumstances. The uh, two victims found... In the bed of that truck, Paul Pearson and Henry Valdez bound and gagged before they were shot. The uh, golf pro who was shot on the scene, Gene Siller, allegedly shot at uh, point-blank range. Brian Roden, uh, born in 1997, no idea how well he knew, if at all, he knew the uh, two victims uh, found in the uh, back of the uh, truck. Uh, police report that Roden did have prior arrests, including hours after the homicides, where he was arrested for a DUI in uh, Chambly, Georgia. Records also show that last year he was arrested in Indiana for driving 100 miles an hour. He was arrested in 2016 in Fulton County, allegedly for a drug deal gone wrong on the uh, campus of Georgia State University. And he was charged with attempted murder at the time. But the case apparently was dismissed, just dismissed outright in 2017 which uh, has a lot of people wondering, okay, what happened? The uh, DA at the time, no longer the district attorney there in Fulton County, uh, and I don't believe that the former DA has actually said why that case was actually dismissed. Meanwhile, Roden received $27,000 in PPP money just months before he was arrested. He applied for the uh, Paycheck Protection Program, was approved for $27,595 this March, uh, and apparently this was for his music career. Yeah. Thousands of fans on Instagram. Uh, on the, his page, he advertised shows that he was scheduled to perform this uh, weekend. And it looks like that didn't come off at all. 
But uh, again, a lot of questions surrounding the uh, suspect here, uh, Brian Roden, and why, if nothing else, why he wasn't uh, actually you know brought to trial on those charges of attempted murder that he was arrested on back in 2017. Now, today's Armed Citizen story from Orlando, Florida. There's the headline, Shirtless Burglar Barking at Dogs Before uh, Breaking into an Orlando Home. 53-year-old David Havens uh, is alive, being held on a uh, $5,000 bond. He was shot in a home invasion last week, though. Uh, the homeowner's daughter, uh, talking about it with uh, News 6 in Orlando, uh, as well as talking to police uh, in an arrest report, the uh, teenage daughter of the homeowner said that she was made aware of uh, David Havens trying to break in after she heard him barking at her dog. She looked outside and saw this shirtless dude in her yard. She then uh, called 911 as Havens was uh, jiggling the door handle trying to get into the house. She hung up the phone with police dispatch. She called her mom, was instructed to hide in the bathroom uh, by her mom. Police say moments later they arrived on scene and heard a gunshot. Turns out it was the uh, homeowner's boyfriend who had picked up the homeowner, also the teenage girl's mom, from a walk uh, after she got a call from her teen. So, you know, mom's hurrying home as quickly as possible. They get there before police arrive. They see this guy inside. Havens apparently found lying on the floor with a gunshot wound after the homeowner's boyfriend discharged his firearm. Uh, one neighbor noted before the break-in that Havens was near another home and threw a number of items, including a child's scooter across the lawn before taking off his shirt and then approaching the home that he broke into. Uh, police in their report note that another neighbor tried to confront Havens and heard the homeowner's boyfriend verbally warn Havens to leave uh, before shooting. Havens is still recovering in the hospital after being shot, being held on a $5,000 bond, so likely will get out uh, not long after he is released from the hospital there. The uh, homeowner's boyfriend not facing any charges at the moment, and uh, I would imagine will not be facing any charges. seemed like this was a, a case of self-defense and defense of others uh, there in Orlando, Florida as well. Finally today, our good deed of the day. Now, ordinarily, you know, our good deed of the day is, a, a, generally speaking, a police officer in the right place at the right time will not able to do the right thing. In this case, I think the officer was both the cause and effect of the good deed. Yes, a police officer in uh, Ohio pulled over a guy for speeding. This was a uh, Ohio State Patrol uh, officer. This was last week. Uh, Trooper Hoskin from the Ohio State uh, Patrol Ravenna Post pulls over this 24-year-old suspect after uh, speeding by his vehicle in Portage County. So he, he stops the car, gets out, Starts talking to the driver and says, where are you going in such a hurry? Uh, and then you hear Hoskins asking, uh, are you, you okay? You all right? Can you breathe? And then he says, okay, get out of the car. The suspect uh, ends up standing behind the vehicle. You can see here the uh, screen capture from the uh, dash video. And there's Trooper Hoskin. There's the 24 that he's uh, pulled over. And this is not uh, Officer Hoskin getting rough with the suspect. This is uh, Officer Hoskin performing the Heimlich on that driver. Uh, several times he had to do this before an object became dislodged from the man's mouth and fell to the ground. Turns out it was a baggie of pot 
that the driver had tried to swallow, right, uh, when he was pulled over for speeding, as the man sits on the ground after the close call, Hoskin informs the man that an ambulance is on his way. He says, we got an ambulance coming just to check you out, make sure everything's good. Do you want to die over a minor misdemeanor? Because that's apparently what it would have been. It's not like the guy had, you know, three pounds of marijuana, which, by the way, I don't think he could eat anyway. But uh, just a bag of your pot and got stuck. Yeah. Man reportedly cited for speeding, failing to wear a seatbelt. And yes, he was issued a misdemeanor citation for marijuana. Ohio State Patrol said they posted on Twitter, don't try to swallow a bag of drugs prior to getting pulled over in an attempt to keep a trooper from finding them. I, or if you do, I guess, you know, hope and pray that the uh, trooper in question knows the Heimlich maneuver. Glad the uh, speeder is going to be okay. Don't eat drugs, kids. I, I, I think that's the, uh, the moral of the story here. Uh, and uh, Officer or Trooper Hoskin in the right place at the right time, willing and able to do the right thing. <laughs> we thank you for your very good deed. And I thank you for uh, tuning in once again. Don't forget, you can become a VIP subscriber to Bearing Arms. All you have to do is go to bearingarms.com slash subscribe. Use the promo code GUNS. Get 25% off of your VIP membership. Not only will you get exclusive analysis and commentary, but you will help support programs like this each and every day, bringing you the latest second news and information from all across the nation. We'll do it again tomorrow. But until then, be well, be safe, and be free.